Говорит Москва от Советского информбюро. Товарищ Рой Купер от Норт Каролайна, Министерием Хелс, анонсирует, что это должно быть уверено в всех временах. On this episode of The Lunch Boys, the boys discussing how they feel about such things. Too long, did not read, did not like it. Who is the angriest right now? Uh, oh, I'd dude. be willing to bet I'm up there. Oh. I was going to put my money on Jake. Really? Because uh, I can't make money for another three weeks now. Maybe the series of texts saying, I am so angry, kind of gave it away. But what about what... me saying I'm gonna go to jail <laughs> over this? What, what was that? <laughs> uh, well, that, that was just kind of non. I just assumed that as an uh, and as an anarchist, you're like I might go to jail at any moment because we don't trust these guys. I'm Who on a list somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a list. Um, oh, dude, I'm so yeah. angry. I am it, so angry. <laughs> so I've I've been personally, uh, I I am what some people had considered medically at risk. Uh, before we knew what was going on. So I've been following this story more closely than probably anyone I know. Um, so I know the numbers better than most everyone, and I'm not scared at all. Uh, and even out, outside of that, like, what happened to Land of the Free? Like, what happened to any semblance of, like, the Bill of Rights or anything like that? They, they just decide that we're not allowed to do that anymore? Well, this is the opportune time to do it. Because, like, from a collectivist's point of view, it's like, how can you put yourself and your wants over the health care of everybody yeah. else? Yeah. Well, let's, let's go back Brilliant. for a second because what we're discussing right now specifically is that in the state that we live in, our governor has just mandated that we all have to wear masks because COVID cases are going up and hospitalizations are going up, reaching record, blah, 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 blah. So that's, that's what we're pissed about. But that's and not even like necessarily true. Like COVID cases are going no, 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 up. No, no, testing is going up. That's why we're mad. <laughs> that's why oh, we're yeah, angry yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like deaths have stayed relatively stagnant over a while over the last couple of weeks, um, and uh, deaths are the only thing I care about. So, and, like, who wants to start off the numbers? Because I feel like that would be a good. Real jumping off point because that's take it away, Ryan. I got because I know you got this. Wait, because I've been googling the ish out of stuff, but I know you got this. So, CDC came out and admitted that the fatality, the infection fatality rate is hovering around somewhere between 0.26 percent, which is, if we remember, approximately like 10 to 15 times lower than we were originally told. So, that's frustrating already. And then we look at not getting reported on. And there, then there's that, like the over-reporting in some cases, and I guess under-reporting because, like, maybe some people. I, I, I'm in the mindset that maybe the over-reporting and under-reporting cancel out because I think a lot of people got what they thought was the flu, and then like now people are realizing, oh my god, that was actually coronavirus, and they never got tested for that because they just assumed it was the flu. Um, so I think there's a decent argument to be made that under and over counting have kind of like maybe not completely canceled each other out but kind of leveled the playing field a little bit like it's not only overcounted it's also undercounted at the same time um but then once you get into the demographics of the people who are actually dying from this thing um and like let me preface this with every life matters obviously you know like every death is a tragedy um 
Can we quote Stalin real quick? Uh, if you want to quote Stalin on a libertarian podcast, go for it. <laughs> the death of one person is a tragedy. The death of a million is a statistic. <laughs> okay. <Oof>. So true. <laughs> um, That's but, like, so freaking true. <laughs> Except for coronavirus. Like, at, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> if we look at, I'm pulling it up now just so we can have exactly, but the majority of deaths reported are from people who are, how could we say it, retirement home age. I think is the best way to say it. And not saying that their lives don't matter again, obviously, but why don't we then target the quarantine towards those people? Like, why do I, in my age range of, I, they're usually around 18 to 25. There's been like 200 deaths nationwide in my age range. Why do I have to stay inside when I'm young and healthy? I just gotta say it. So I'll stop laughing. (laughs) What? I've been covering up my face for like the last 30 seconds. I'm sorry. When you're trying to like say, I don't know how to politely say this. You can just say it. Like this is a libertarian podcast. Just say it. It's only, it's only an old person problem. And 90% of them. <laughs> and 90% of them have comorbidities. So like. Right. They're not. It's not healthy old people just dropping dead even. It's just people who have things wrong with them already. Statistically speaking. In New York, the epicenter of this whole thing, it's literally 89.9% have comorbidities. So it's like... So my big question also is, talk about quarantining, right? Like, they are already separate and isolated from the rest of society. So how was the so-called social distancing not enough from that point of view, given that they're in different buildings? Yeah, even, even that, like, there was a lot of stories coming out of New York. I think it was probably a month ago now. And, like, time doesn't mean anything. So it could have been three months ago. Who knows? Um, but they were saying that about, I think it was two thirds of coronavirus cases or hospitalizations were from people who were actively quarantining and wearing masks all the time. So it's like, so quarantining didn't even do anything relatively if two thirds of the cases. Social distancing doesn't make any sense because like our malls just opened up and I went to the mall the other day and. They had, like, benches marked off saying, like, you can't sit here because of social distancing. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. – and last I checked, too, because these are basically, like, little plastic benches. Um, the plastic benches is, like um, – sorry, my wife just walked in. I got really distracted. But the plastic <laughs> the plastic benches is, like, I just <laughs> – what's up, girl? Um, but what I, what I heard is that – like, didn't the CDC just change their – and, Ryan, you've, you've been following this. So didn't the CDC just change, like, whether or not the virus lives on surfaces? So, like, how dangerous am I sitting on a bench that someone else has sat on? Mm-hmm. Like, is that – So they, make they sense? came out and said that it was – I think their words were uh, – or, no, that was for asymptomatic. They basically said that contaminated surfaces aren't the main way it's transferring. If I remember correctly, that was a while ago. But they also did. Well, in my coronavirus timeline, the Chinese government that Donald Trump praised, you know, the Chinese that he loves to praise, um, mentioned that human to human contact is very unlikely. And the WHO went with that as well. I have screenshots Uh, of tweets. Yeah. So and then they just came out. I think it's human to human contact. Symptomatic to human contact is pretty prevalent. But so if you're asymptomatic, you're not going to spread it. 
Yeah, Henry shared an article actually on Facebook, and of course they walked this back the next day. But it was like a uh, WHO official um, saying that spread from asymptomatic people is, I think their their exact words were exceedingly rare. And even when they tried to walk it back, it's like then why'd she say it if it's not at least a little true? Like obviously she knows something more than we do. So like if you're gonna walk it back, either say it's not true, like definitively or like tell us where you think you're at if you're gonna slip and like leak some information like own up to it or say it's completely not true you know this is the part that aggravates me when they say like follow the science because the science is completely different in some states versus another another state or Mm -hmm. your interpretation of science is different based on whether or not you're red or blue like yeah. I was literally just trolling people on an Instagram page and I'm like, I'm just literally Googling numbers and doing division. And then you're making assumptions of what I think because I did that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not saying either or I literally would just say per last year's census, the population of our state was this per those numbers. The percentage of people that have gotten it is this per those numbers. The percentage of people that have died is this. And then people go, Oh, well, I'm not sure you can't put those people at risk. I'm like, I didn't say whether you should or shouldn't for all, you know, I was trying to make a case for why you should wear masks. And it just mm-hmm. pisses me the frick off. Like what, what I can't cuss on this podcast. What even is science? <laughs> like what even is it? It makes me so angry. And it, I, I don't know what to do with myself. The people people want you to follow the science that they disagree with, even though the entire purpose of science is to question what's established truth to find out if it's actually true or not. Yeah, when did science um, get political, right? And, and like, <laughs> I, I think there is man. a solid chance that maybe, like, at, definitely at the front end of this whole thing, we should have all been wearing masks, social distancing, coordinate. we didn't know anything about this, you know? Like again, still uh, still brings in the question: Does uh, wearing a mask actually have a substantial effect on not spreading a virus? See, but the thing is, on that Fauci the other day had uh, he came out and the balls on this man to come out and say that the American public has a I I forget his exact words, but a unfounded like unbelievable distrust for authority. It's like unbelievable he was the one that initially said that it there's no point in wearing a mask and then he got caught in the in that same interview or at least the same article i forget i forget if it was the same interview but somebody was like you just admitted to lying about the efficiencies of masks why why'd you do that and they said to stock the supply for healthcare workers so people wouldn't rush the shelves so it's just him saying i don't get why people don't trust us all we did was lie to them yeah what idiots and in my right. coronavirus timeline, it's so funny to see places like CNN, places like Vox, like super, super left-leaning things where Donald Trump – I think Donald Trump is a dirty trash can full of poo. Let me just say that on the record, right? Mm-hmm. That being Miss said, what's interesting – I mean, he's, I mean, he's got a pretty, he's got a burger butt. Um, it's pretty terrible. But anyway, uh, like I've seen, <laughs> it's true, man. Have you ever seen that picture of him getting off the plane? It's like loud Jesus, bro. Or like, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, you could, yeah. The tennis Ooh. picture. Holy crap. What a mm-hmm. soft, crappy body. But anyway, um, like it's just so interesting because you see literally Donald Trump is actually like in the party line 
with so much of what the left wants us to do today, where he's like trying to stop people from coming in from out, out, out of the country, not for his immigration reasons, but for, for because he's like, man, people are getting he's trying to make it so that people are getting tested. He's trying to get figure out uh, new research on medications, all this different stuff. And then Vox is like, OK, so, yeah, there's this new virus. Is it going to kill you? No, I've got a screenshot of the tweet. They later removed it. Then mm-hmm. you've got uh, CNN who's like, yeah, there is a virus that kills thousands and thousands of people every year. Is it? Guess what it's called? Influenza. I've got a screenshot of the tweet. And I'm like, OK, what the fuck? Like, uh, uh, did we literally fall prey to this virus? And now my life is on hold. Ryan's life is on hold. Like everyone's life is on hold. People are not making money. We're increasing the size of government at an incredible level. Did this all happen because the left just wanted to flex against Trump? And then they were like, oh, frick, we probably shouldn't have done that. That's how it feels. Yeah. Because as I was going through my coronavirus timeline and doing the research for this, which, you know, we'll share on the podcast later when I finish it. But it's just like, what? Like, you guys... You guys did all you guys did all this when you you know it's all about stay safe keep to keep grandma safe but then it seems like you just did just to, you didn't like allow us to be able to take those steps early because you just wanted to not be on Trump's side like yeah. how asinine is that Yeah so my my theory is that um cuz again when this thing first came out I was very worried 4% fatality even though like they're China's numbers like you know hearing about a 4% fatality rate when I am like I only have one kidney and they were saying it blatantly attacks the kidneys and a lot of patients. It was like, this is something I need to be very concerned about. Uh, but so I get being very cautious in the beginning when we don't know a whole lot, but then it has to have turned into like a, a cover your ass thing. Right. Like it's even worse than that though, because like when this thing first got started, so this has to be like October, November mm -hmm. of last year. There was hearsay, well, it's not hearsay. There was satellite imagery that there was huge heat signatures in China. And there was also like leaks saying that these huge biomass, um, I guess for lack of a better term, like incendiary devices, is that the right word? Um, were being used, right? So they're burning a lot of organic material. And then also you have like 30 million uh, users of telephones go offline which their entire social system kind of revolves around using telecommunications. So big red flag. And right now their numbers are better than our numbers. I mean, I don't trust their numbers for anything. Um, I, just, I mean, that's why I like, like that fatality rate, like it just really makes you wonder like, what is the truth about all this stuff? Yeah. And like this, it, it sounds super callous to say it, but like we can't just shut everything down and then, expect to be fine on the on the other end like it just doesn't work and we can't just make up six trillion dollars and expect nothing to happen we can't incentivize a culture of laziness and welfare recipients and expect it not to affect things on the other end i've got so many friends who are making like triple what they've ever made on welfare right now for doing nothing and all of them are saying i hope they just keep doing this it's like you, we have to get back to work or if we don't make stuff, then there isn't stuff to buy. You know, you got to keep producing things. I'd like to put my tinfoil hat on for a second. Oh. Am I the only one that thinks that it's super suspicious that you're able to get the entire global community to agree that this is a virus and it's as bad as mainstream media says? When, when was the last time that that has ever ever happened because it almost always people just kind of argue about it but right now they shut down the entire world 
and we were on the verge of the biggest bubble popping in the history of the world. This all just seems like crazy good timing. And now we're, we're making the bubble even bigger. But if you look at, I guess, mm. prices as of right now, you would have expected hyperinflation by now. Has it happened? <laughs> um, I, there is the conspiracy side of me that says that this was um, partially a way to like just test how quickly they could take our rights and how we would bend over backwards. But that's like the very small conspiracy side of me that actually believes that i try to i try to avoid the conspiracies because i will go down those rabbit holes faster than anyone you've ever met um, well so like government always myself. kind of the government always kind of tries to flex itself yeah so even throughout like american history the oh, yeah. executive branch especially is constantly trying to push its boundaries always. i got it that's cool but that's only america you're talking about every country in the world and we do know that all of the banks are essentially interconnected so the question is, what is it that they knew? What are they trying to avoid? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, that is a legit problem, though. Like, the debt bubble is absolutely enormous. When it does pop, you are going to see a distribute. Um, what's it called? There's a special word for it. Basically, when all of your um, distribution is disrupted. Uh, because everything is based off of a debt system. So, for example, if you're a cattle rancher, if all of a sudden you can't get a loan to buy more feed... Your cows are going to die. Yeah. Once the cows die, there's a certain uh, grace period before you're able to get new cows in order for that whole supply chain to kind of pick back up, mm-hmm. right? So this almost feels as though a way of, like, slowing down that problem. Mm-hmm. So if if we were careening off the cliff, they may have potentially saved us to some extent. But the problem is now they're taking even more control and liberty away from everybody else. Yeah, on, on that note, the liberty thing um, – libertarians and like people of our persuasion i guess have been ranting about how the bill of rights and constitution has been dead for decades you know but like them closing down churches i don't think there's anything else that we're supposed to have complete freedom of religion like that's the idea of it uh and and complete separation of church and state and uh they just were like no, you can't do this. You can't worship the way you want to. So like I thought I had freedom of religious expression. It's like, no, you have to listen to us for the next um, indefinite period of time, and maybe one day we'll let you go back. Oh, yeah. I put that on Instagram, that separation of church and state also means separation of state and church, yeah. and that you can't you can't do it both ways. And then another thing, too, is like just something that I like to do, because obviously I'm a Christian, is like, obviously, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty angry right now. Um <laughs> Not a lot of fruit of the spirit going on right here. Somebody's going to tweet at me about it. But the bottom line is like, like there's, it's so aggravating to me because like the same thing, by the way, for your mosque, for your Buddhist temple, for your synagogue, it's the same thing. If you, and now granted, those congregations tend to be uh, smaller gatherings just because they aren't quite as popular in the United States. But the bottom line is there's lots of, of, of gatherings that are definitely way bigger than what the state has mandated that we're allowed to do. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're also infringing on their rights. So like, forget like whoever, like the backyard Baptist, South, Con- South County, like Beulah Baptist Church, big old white fat guy, like forget that guy. How about like the black and brown person that you love? that is in an inner city mosque that just wants to go and worship of their own volition and they don't get to go either. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, it, it, I th- sometimes I get a little, um, 
it's really important to me not, not to allow especially Christianity when you get into the religious conversation to co-opt all religious rights because to me, I think we have a much stronger case to show why this is so detrimental to society when you stand for diversity, inclusion, and all these different things. And those are the people that you're also hurting. Matter of fact, at a disproportionate rate because some larger churches like ours, for example, can still basically operate. Everybody's tithing mm-hmm. out their butthole. Their online presence has so much influence and in, in such a huge uh, – platform right now they they mm-hmm. probably could last for another 20 years with covid being shut down as long as pastor keeps preaching they'll keep amen in but for a small mosque it's like what how in the world are you gonna survive like that's so that freaking sucks yeah. so you know what the meanwhile the mega churches that you hate so much because they have massive houses and private jets they're getting richer but the little people that you actually want to empower in our society they're getting hurt and it just pisses me off all I'll, the way I'll, I'll piggyback on that um the same sort of thing it's so weird how the left tries to help groups and they do nothing but hurt them. Like, but hurt them. They, small business, <laughs> small businesses, them, small businesses <laughs> are, are the, the most hurt by this whole thing. The whole thing of big corporations love big government. It's like, yeah, cause they can afford the regulations and to get shut down for two months. Cause they operate on billions of dollars, not thousands of dollars. So you claim and they can to, lobby the government. Yeah. So you yep. get, they control the government. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're in bed with the Federal Reserve. And like here in our city, we've got, you know, a major bank headquarters mm-hmm. here. Actually, a couple major bank headquarters here. And guess what? We call them blue shirts when we go down in our in our downtown area. It's literally the most whitest, most white people you've ever seen in your lives. And everyone's like, we're here, stimulus bill. I got 1200 bucks. And I'm like, guess who got trillions of dollars of that? The freaking white people that you said are the reason why George Floyd died. So like, it's just like, oh my God, none of this yeah. makes sense. It makes me so angry. It's a, and I'm not saying white people shouldn't get money. I'm just saying that like the everyday person that is Is that like, what you're saying? I definitely feel like you're coming after <laughs> me right now. Do you feel personally attacked? Uh, hot take. I don't think why should white people should get money from the government and I also don't think black people should get money. I don't think anyone should get money from the government. Hot take. Wait, wait. While we were on the topic of, of rights and everything and protecting rights, uh, protests? Yeah. Uh, oh, anybody want to oh, chime in? Oh, frick. So why? why oh, dude, I'm so angry. We literally, oh my gosh, freaking uh, our, our governor just tweeted or, or put on Instagram one of his tweets and it was about how like, by the way, property rights don't matter as much as human lives. Hashtag black lives matter. I'm like, you son of a female dog. I cannot believe that you would say that. And you're totally fine with the same people that you were trying to freaking save with your stimulus bills and all this kind of stuff. You're totally fine with them getting 1200 bucks only for a bunch of looters. I don't care what the frick color those looters were only for a bunch of looters to break into their homes, break into their businesses, take their crap and run away. And then you're going to say, Oh wait, all you guys that are still struggling and lobbying me, to open because you can't pay your bills well it doesn't matter anyway because covid but it's okay if the hundred thousand people are out in the streets protesting not social distancing and then you're gonna say there's a spike in cases we got to go back but you were championing that i'm like how the frick does that make sense it makes me so i can't we can't post this podcast i'm pissed all the way off dude Pray, praise hands if you can see me, <laughs> i'm <praise> so hands. <laughs> mad like i literally saw some of these freaking libtards on my instagram posting at them 
at these at these at these rallies <laughs> with hundreds of thousands. I mean, thousands of people all around them holding up their little sign. Who they're holding up the sign to, no one knows because that's why protests are freaking useless because you don't even know what the, who you're protesting to. And it's just like, oh my god, you're all around each other. Now we got these spike of cases, and now people like me who want to get back to freaking work can't get back to work. And I'm like, what? What are we even doing? What? What how, is? This is why we have no values. This is what I'm talking about last week. I gotta stop talking. Henry, you got something to say? How, I'm so how, pissed off. Uh, wait, real fast, real fast. I just wanted to say that I'm offended. Real fast. <laughs> oh my god. Here's the actual quote. Uh, Here's the actual quote, quote from the governor. He said, and this was, if I remember correctly, it was in like a, a thread of quotes or uh, tweets. So it's like the fifth one in of a line of 10 or something. He says, and he I, probably was doing a line of 10. Yeah, got, <laughs> he probably was with a I've, couple I've of got, bankers I've that he stimulated. say about this. He said, let me be clear about, he said, let me be clear about one thing. People are more important than property. Black lives do matter, which, okay, fair enough. But then if you're afraid of somebody like shooting you for stealing their property, uh, then your life should matter more than that property. Don't risk your life for my property. You know? Right. If, if life is worth more than property and you know, you're putting your life at risk to go steal some property, then don't, if your life is actually worth more than that property, be consistent. My body, my property. Okay. (laughs) I believe that that's called self-ownership. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You own yourself. You are your own property. Uh Actually, I don't own myself because I have to underwrite the debt of this country. But ah, yeah, this this whole thing has been the most blatant disregard for. Like, if I ever hear any politician say we're the land of the free and we have to do X, Y, and Z ever again, and they voted or like championed this sort of lockdown sort of thing, I'm gonna lose my mind because I would I would have loved to have the choice. We, we, businesses were already starting to do the social distancing thing saying like, hey please could you wear masks and then the government came in and was like you're not doing like we're not allowing this by law i would have loved to have the choice as to whether or not i quarantine myself word uh speaking of social distancing can i make a joke so supposedly <laughs> supposedly this big sand plume is coming from the sahara right yeah so it looks like you could social distance a continent away and you're still going to be exposed. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> well, That's I mean, not a joke. That's just facts. That's like a real one. I just want to, I just want to, this whole six feet, like a virus that's airborne is airborne. I will say that. <laughs> it uh, travels in the air. To, to flip. And six feet doesn't do anything. <laughs> to flip uh, from the super negative to some of the positive, I do follow a few people on it, uh, Twitter who report on like education reform and schooling, um, homeschooling is so popular right now. And like not the, the idea, the amount of people who are saying they want to homeschool next year have never been higher because they realize it's like quality time with the kids. It's a better education. You know, like <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to because everybody I know has been saying a little more difficult with the kids home. Also, that same Instagram post that I was trolling earlier today was like, man, we really got to get our kids back to school. So y'all need to pipe down. It was so <laughs> funny. I'm pretty sure most people are sick of their kids, which is why most people shouldn't have kids. I agree. Um, but I will say like <laughs> I just spilled out of my pants. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> People saying we have to open the schools back. I'm like, actually, I'm okay with the public school staying shut down. <laughs> can we just keep uh, that? Can we keep those gone for forever? Because they don't do anything. Also, can we abolish political parties? 
I think we should uh, make maybe. them illegal. Because well, that sounds like a status thing to do. We uh, end up voting for people. I mean, it does actually, but the, <laughs> we end up voting for people that are ignoramus, or we end up like supporting things that don't even actually support the narrative that we'll end up supporting two months later. Liberals, um, because and conservatives. And conservatives too, conservatives too, because they've got the biggest loser president in the world right now. Like literally, he campaigned on one thing, which is one of the reasons why he won, which was like immigration, and all this stuff. Last I checked, I don't see no goddamn wall. Last I checked, DACA just got to hold hold up, which was unconstitutional anyway because it was a freaking executive order, and you weren't even a good enough president to executive order it away. So I'm just like, why? The heck? Yo, my favorite. <laughs> he would tr- he would be like, yo, the stock market. It's a bubble. It's fake. It's all rigged. It's it's fake news. So and now he's like, it's at an all time high. It's so <laughs> great. It's like, he dude. He's same with, he did the same thing with unemployment when Obama was talking about like the best unemployment numbers. He's like, those are fake. The calculations are can't trust them. And then like the second it's his numbers, he's like, it's the record. No, it's never been better for everybody. You know, that I was his whole like, campaign. This, I hired everybody. It was <laughs> oh, all thanks wrong. to me. I'm, <laughs> Right, it's so inconsistent. Liberals yeah. and de- Republicans and Democrats have zero oh. values. Speaking of inconsistency and what's really, really fun about these two parties, if you go through their history, they literally, like, swapped. Oh, they did. That's a historical moment, actually. The KKK so... was actually an arm of the Democrats, of the Democratic caucus, and they were funded, like, the South, who seceded from the Union as well, based on states' rights, predicated on the issue of slavery. Um, they were all Democrats, and so... And it's really funny, too, because, like, I think it was the 1920s when the women got the right to vote. Someone Google it. Um, it was the Democrats who filibustered Congress saying, no, they shouldn't vote. It's just like like the party a, that is a like woman the woman with something to say. That woman needs to go back in what the kitchen. She doesn't have anything smart yeah. to say. Now they're like, you better put a black trans one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe Biden's running mate. I'm like, what uh, happened nine, to you guys? You're the same. Yeah. Um, also, I, it I was saw, 1920. Well, it was 1920. Yeah. Heck yeah, see that? I um, read books, fam. I get nice. my news off of books. <laughs> Not Instagram and Twitter. Uh, wait, you These get freaking all mask your news exclusively. People. You get your news exclusively from books, so you're always like a Yeah, because I'd behind. rather have a good idea of what happened in the past so I can see the BS that's happening in the present. That's fair. Tweet that. Um, Run and tell that. <laughs> I'm so mad, dude. I did see somebody post like Hey, while we're tearing down like institutions with racist past, can we just abolish the Democratic Party? And it's like, well, <laughs> well, because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously, I just talked about how Trump's a loser. I'm no fan of Republicans, but at least the history of the Republican Party is that they were started predicated on the issue of reversing slavery, of making yeah. it so slavery was legal in America. So I can yeah. at least give them that credit from a historical standpoint. I will not and give it's them really credit funny. in anything the, else because they love the military. And they just want the, to kill brown people overseas forever. Right. Yep. On the Wikipedia <laughs> page for for Democratic Party, they just neglect to talk about the history of it. And I think that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's just not there. Because they don't want to. Awesome. Yeah, we were the ones that didn't want women it's to vote. It's not a yeah, good we were look. The ones that were, we were the ones that were enabling the state governments at the time to lynch black people. That was us. Yeah, that was us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not not. Meanwhile, Kevin Hart says something remotely anti-gay, and forget the Academy Awards. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh man! Yeah. Um, This whole cancel. I just saw that a Big Mouth, that Netflix show, made this apology for voicing a mixed character with a white woman, and like people were railing on him for that. 
and it's like do we not have anything else to talk about like we if if we fixed all of our other problems and then we were just like oh also maybe like cartoon characters should be the race like voiced by the race they portray if that's the last thing on the list i'm willing to talk to you about it but there are such bigger things to talk about war on drugs war on terror war on poverty the fed police brutality all of that let's fix wars that first in wars in general yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forget what comedian said this but they they made the point that um somebody got flack for having an actor who wasn't a paraplegic play the oh, role it was, of someone uh, who that movie is, with kevin and they got really upset and, about it um what's his face from from uh i'm the one who knocks i forget what it's called yeah. But it was just point, the point bad, being like that guy. Ah, yes. Like point being like it's acting. Yeah. If the person actually is what they're doing, that's not acting. <laughs> and their profession is acting. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was CSI should only be played by real CSIs with that. Yeah, logic. exactly. Right. Yeah. Making it not. Why don't we just why? Why? And then we cancel cops. So if we want to watch CSI, we just watch cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they cancel cops, so I guess we can't. Yep. Yeah. Too bad. Um, so much for Miami Vice. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Lunch Boys. Join us again next week as we watch the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye bye now. Stay safe out there. There's a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or don't. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it.